0: It's a funny story. Remember the man who made the now infamous viral India has too much democracy comment? Please give yourself a pat on the back if you thought Amitabh Kant. At the time, he was the CEO of Niti Aayog, the government of India's public policy think tank that was established by the BJP-led government in 2015. To put it in the words of the great alternate hip-hop band The Black Eyed Peas, The new government was like, the planning commission is so 2000 and late. We need a new public policy body that can make India competitive in today's global economy. Okay, on a serious note, the former finance minister Arun Jaitley put it quite well actually. He'd said, and I'm quoting, The 65-year-old planning commission was relevant in a command economy structure, but not any longer. India is a diversified country and its states are in various phases of economic development along with their own strengths and weaknesses. In this context, a one-size-fits-all approach to economic planning is obsolete. End quote. You get it, right? Basically, the idea was to adopt a more bottom-up approach. And I'm sorry for digressing. Now, coming back to Mr. Amitabh Kant. He served as the CEO of Niti Aayog for six years. And the interesting part of the story is that actually his tenure is remembered by Niti Aayog's staff for being the most democratic. He was known for his open-door approach that allowed the flow of fresh ideas from government as well as non-government professionals alike. Non-government employees at the Niti Aayog include PhD scholars, academics, professionals who come with degrees from universities like Howard and Oxford... Or with work experience at big companies, both category of employees were given equal importance under Amitabh Kant. In fact, former employees reminisce what it was like outside the CEO's glass door office on the fifth floor of the Niti Bhavan building in central Delhi. They remember a very lively, bustling, and often noisy environment because more than 100 non-government employees used to sit right there. One of them told my colleague The Ken's reporter Anushka Jain that there was practically no wall or boundary between their and Kansar's office. But ever since his stint ended at the think tank, the walls are getting thicker, the boundaries are getting wider. It almost seems like the Niti Aayog is going back to the top-down approach, quite like the planning commission back in the day. And this is making a section of its employees quite unhappy. In fact, 4 out of every 10 of them have quit this year. Ironic, isn't it? Welcome to Daybreak, a business podcast from the Ken. I'm your host, Nikita Sharma, and I don't chase the news cycle. Instead, thrice a week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, I will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time. Today is Wednesday, the 11th of October. back in school when we had to study about post-independence India and nation-building? Planning commission was an important chapter then. I still remember the first five-year plan, bring the country out of poverty by focusing on the primary sector like agriculture. And then we had the second five-year plan that focused on the public sector, especially heavy industry, and so on and so forth. Cut to now, seven decades later, and instead of the Planning Commission, we have the Niti Aayog that is putting together policies on green energy and artificial intelligence. We've come a long way, haven't we? Since it came to be in January 2015, the Niti Aayog has played a decisive role in coming up with and implementing flagship policy initiatives like Ayushman Bharat, Pradhan Mantri Rogya Yojana, which has shaped insurance in public health care. It has also designed aspects of Fame 2 scheme or the Faster Adoption and Manufacturing of Hybrid and Electric Vehicle scheme to boost electric vehicle adoption in India. And it's also played a role in the setting up of a bunch of production-linked incentive schemes or PLI schemes. But if you go behind the scenes like our Anushka did, something is definitely shifting inside Neeti Aayog. In Anushka's own words, it is a cultural shift that may explain Niti Aayog's increasingly bureaucratic and centralized nature, which in turn is making it take a more conservative approach. Stay tuned to find out more about this. Let me put it directly, the non-government employees of Niti Aayog are quite unhappy. From sitting outside Amitabh Khan's office, bursting with fresh ideas, to now seeing their role in the government think tank diminish right in front of their eyes. So, it is no wonder that the 8-year-old Niti Ayog is seeing an exodus of talented policy thinkers. At least a hundred of them have quit since Khan's tenure came to an end last year. A senior official who ended a five-year stint at Niti Aayog earlier this year told the Ken that it's an extraordinary number of exits never seen before. Some officials estimate the number of people who have quit this year to be between 100 and 150. Now, for an organization that employed around 360 officials at the end of last year, that is a huge number of people quitting. So basically, 4 out of every 10 people at the Niti Aayog have quit. And core departments such as the Knowledge and Innovation Hub and the Data Monitoring and Evaluation Office were the worst hit. Niti Aayog did not respond to the Ken's questions about their staff exodus. But before we get to why this is happening, let me quickly take you through the structure of the think tank. One half of it is bureaucrats or members of the civil services. The other half is hired from the private sector. The Niti Aayog mandates that these non-government professionals help bring innovations by forming ties within academia and leveraging networks within their respective industries. An early employee of the think tank explained to us why it was important to have Non-bureaucrats as employees, and I'm quoting: "We were trying to build a high-quality think tank at Niti Aayog, and that cannot be done with only generalists who come from either the IAS or any other civil service. You need domain specialists." End quote. This attitude formed a very important part of the culture that Amitabh Kant instilled at the think tank. He was someone who was known for his unbureaucratic ways and he'd struck a comfortable working relationship with the private sector. From what we've heard, he was very approachable. But ever since he left, it's almost the opposite at Niti Aayog. Coming up next, what changed after Kant left the government think tank? Stay tuned. You know what they say about places? It is the people that make them. The story of the shift inside of Niti Aayog has got a lot to do with exactly this. After Kant finished his tenure as the CEO, the government brought in a retired bureaucrat to take his place, Parmeswaram Ayer of the Swach Bharat Mission fame. Ayer came in and almost recalibrated the think tank's focus towards what he was good at, Social development stuff like sanitation, clean water, and the likes. Under Kant, it was more about electric mobility, artificial intelligence, and blockchain technology. You can see, right? It is a world of a difference. And now you can imagine what it must have been like for those, especially non-government employees, who worked under Kant. Plus, Ayer's style of working was quite the opposite of his predecessor. This is from what we've heard from multiple former and current Niti Aayog officials. Within three months, he built himself a team of four to five bureaucrats and a few non-government entrants. With this small team, Ayer reshuffled verticals within the agency and gave them some priority projects. A Niti Aayog official told the Kenanam, quoting, Whatever these teams were working on was important, others were not. End quote. Naturally, the seeds of disgruntlement gradually grew. In fact, it got worse because Ayer's chosen group of officials poached the best talent from other teams into their team. This obviously created a lot of resentment towards the CEO's team within the organization. Ayer, however, quit in February this year and moved on to World Bank. He was followed by BVR Subramaniam. A retired IAS officer who had previously worked in the Prime Minister's office. By now, though, the damage had been already done. A bunch of Niti Aayog officials had already begun to leave. And then, even though Subramanian dismantled the team that was put in place by Ayer, he kind of continued the top-down culture at Niti Aayog that Ayer had started. So, from being an empowered organization that was full of life, brimming with ideas to now seeing this exodus of talent niti ayog is at the risk of turning into just another directionless agency Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of The Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Sien.